This is the Weekly Scramble, a place where we chat about life over a cold one or two. It's time to belly up to the pod with Mike Fratelloni and your host, Chris Reavers. That's right. It's time for the Weekly Scramble. My name is Chris Reavers, and by my side, once again, his name is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Hello, Michael. How you doing, Reavers? I am good. We were off last week because I needed the day after Labor Day to basically recover and get my life back get get the kids back in school i just come off a three-week run of helping out with the state amateur baseball tournament i just said i need a day off yeah I, i'd imagine it, i literally been, need a day off it's been a while right it's been a, a last couple weeks have been taxing right fair was nice i had a family wedding we went to i had my wife's birthday we had a lot of things going on i had some travel in there now i'm just ready to nap you're right. I just I gotta work. Wake nap. me up uh, sometime in October. You know it's really funny that today I was I had really clean schedule right. So I went and visited some stores. I did a bunch of work, got a ton of stuff done, and then I came to do this. And I said I'm just gonna go home tonight and relax. And I looked at my calendar, and my daughter has to be in Burnsville for volleyball from 7:15 till 9:15. Oh no! I'm like I just. I just want to lay down. Like I don't want to drive because so I live in you know in in St. Paul right. right yeah. So it's. It's like I can get back home from Burnsville, sit down for 30 minutes, and then turn around and go right back to Burnsville. But instead, I stay down in Burnsville for two hours, mm-hmm. and I go to this gun club that's down there. I used to walk around Burnsville Mall, but now Burnsville Mall is closed at 7. I maybe get my car washed. There's not, you know, I have a Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden stores down there that I can visit, but then they kind of look at me like, why are you visiting all the time from 7 to 9 p.m.? Like, they're kind of creeped out. And so I, I got to be very careful. Whenever I go to one of my stores too much, they think... What's happening? Why is he here? Who's stealing? What What's going on? Yeah, <laughs> who's gonna? What's happening? Or are we gonna move this location? They They get a little creeped out. So I had a number of things I wanted to bring up with you, and I guess I might as well start this. You You are a regular and routine listener of the Garage Logic podcast. Yes, not as of the last couple of days, but yes. So that probably plays into something that I need to confess in confidence with okay. with my guy, my man, Mister Fredaloni. Got it. It was a week ago tomorrow. So last, okay. last, yep, yep. no, wait, no, today's Wednesday. I keep thinking yeah, today's last Tuesday. Okay. So a week ago today, um, I was, what was I doing? I was running around various things. It's, I don't have foot. We have football on Tuesday night and Thursday night with, mm-hmm. uh, with my sons. So it was one of those nights where I get the chance to get stuff done here, then take care of any errands that I need to take care of. That's kind of what I do on Wednesdays. Okay. And I get a text from a mutual friend of ours, you know, you know, Laura. Yep. And it says, Hey, what are you up to tonight? And I said, well, I'm just running around, really nothing. And she says, um, she says, well, um, I have a suite for the Michael Buble concert. <laughs> I, I did catch this on the GL yeah. uh, podcast. And I thought to myself, well, okay, have fun. Yeah. And then I'm thinking, well, wait a minute. See, I... I don't do this as much as I used to do because you know now I'm I'm, I'm a responsible father and yeah. I, I can't really you have you know, things to do. You, you know? got things that you have to be committed to, but it was the rare alignment of well, what would be? And I've always been a what would be a better story mm-hmm. is a better story if I turned down the opportunity to to sit in the suite at the Michael Bublé concert, or is it to say nah, I want to go to bed by ten thirty? Okay, let me ask you a couple questions. Sure. Did your wife enjoy it? <clears throat> um. Well, uh, she heard about it the next day. Okay, so that was my point. <laughs> you went to the Michael Bublé concert by yourself. 
with a couple of friends. That doesn't count. You sure, still went sure. by yourself. Yeah. So what? Then you met people there. I mean, I get it's a suite. I no, guess no, no, it's no. A I, I knew of the group that she was a part of. I okay. knew three of the three of the people that were there. Okay. So. And these are people I rarely ever see okay. because we're all parents now. We all have kids. So sure. These are friends that I might see. I might see once a year if I'm lucky. Can we cartoon bubble the telephone <laughs> call to your wife? Like, what did you say? I well, I just said. Do you I have mind? A chance no, I said, to do you mind? See Michael Bublé res- in a suite. Can I go, honey? Her response was because, again, my wife is up and out the door at five o'clock yeah. in the morning. So yeah. going out during school nights is just not not a thing she can do. Sure. Plus, we got kids at home. Plus, she probably doesn't give two craps about Michael Bublé. No, no, no. She was very jealous really? that she didn't okay. get to go. But yeah. she completely said, "Well, I can't go. We I got to get up at you know the butt crack of dawn, sure. and then I also have to you know pay you know somebody's got to watch the kids." Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> So here's what I want to... Okay, I, I, I'll I take on all the ridicule. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Here's what I want to say about going to that show a week ago tonight at the XL Energy Center. I, I don't give two hoots about his music, but I will say this. Homeboy can put on a show. I, I heard he's great. Amazing voice. Yeah, we yeah. all know that. And he seems like a fun, nice guy, too. But gentlemen, gentlemen, come close. Listen okay, to Uncle Reavers. I, t- give, you, give you life yes, advice here. I, my ears to the microphone. There were at least, I believe I recall, two distinct points in time where, and it's Mike, he would be in the midst of a song and then just say, stop, and he'd give like a 45-second soliloquy about something. And it was all entertaining. It fit the bit. Okay. It was it was funny. Really? Including he he was singing one of his hit songs. I I was familiar with one or two of them, Mm -hmm. and he said, stop, and then... He said uh, to the gentleman in the crowd this evening, and you hear, yeah, yeah, you know, the the six of us straight guys that were there in the crowd. Sure. <laughs> and he said, um, he said, how many of you are were, were brought here tonight uh, on a date or or whatever? I can't mm-hmm. remember the exact phrase that he used. And then you heard a louder you yeah. know, eruption of, and he said, "You're welcome." You're welcome. Uh, and I thought. Oh my God, that is such a baller yeah, move. Yeah, that's pretty good. That was right? really, really good. And by the way, he's right. Yeah. <laughs> he's yep. doing your work. A lot gentlemen. of gals there, and, and they were really loving other, the Michael Bublé. Other good point. Yeah. <laughs> when you are a, a gentleman at a Michael Bublé concert, mm-hmm. it, and I, it wasn't sold out, I think I saw 10 or 12,000 people, still which is still people. a good, yeah, a good yeah. crowd. Yeah. The men's room is all to yourself. Was it upper deck two or just uh, no? I, let me restate that. Was the a concert both main deck and floor and upper deck, or was yes. it? Yes, uh, a lot of the well, obviously behind the stage, and then empty, some yeah. of the, the the what do you call it the um, the peripheral Mez- mezzanine level. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Some of that was was caped off. Okay. But, but, no, but still a big crowd. It was still yeah. a good crowd. Yeah. So a lot of people were going home and having some Michael oh, Bublé 100%. fun. Oh, yeah. 100%. And, and even, you know, the, there was, you know, because you're kind of in a setting where you're getting to interact with some of the people. Mm-hmm. And there was another couple who was there. And I said, is he right? And she goes, oh, yeah. The gal that I was sitting really? next to okay. who was there, I, I think, with her husband. Well, and I know, I, or somebody. Like, or somebody. Fr- uh, some boyfriend or something. But, but I, said, <laughs> I said, is he right? And she goes, oh, yeah. And I went. Noted. Wow. Very well, good. Good for him. Well, you know what? I, I covered, like him. Pu- by the way, covered yeah. two Elvis songs, which were phenomenal. Really? Um, so he didn't do the, any Prince songs, right? That's I th- think that's kind of obligatory. Any band yeah, that that's comes true. to Minnesota has even Michael Bublé has to do that. Although I do recall the 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 bride and I did go to Adele. She loves Adele, so mm-hmm. I took her for her birthday to the Adele concert at the X, and this was shortly after Prince died, and she said, 
I'm not going to cover a Prince song because I don't want to. I forget the the phrase used, but I thought, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. They, so instead, they played uh, Raspberry Beret, the video of it, of Prince doing it on the screen, and they were just dancing to it, which I thought that was kind of cool. That's a good thing because Adele, that was pre Adele's weight loss. So she was like, how do I get a three minute rest? Because, <laughs> you know, those concerts have to be incredibly taxing. Yeah. Right? I mean, you're, first of all, you're on the road, you're doing all this stuff, and then you have to talk or sing or run or dance it's for two be, hours. That yep. would be really taxing. And yep. Adele, as I recall, was you know a little bit larger gal. Are people mad at her now, by the way, for losing weight? I think, yeah, because she she body shamed herself, right? Well, that's she said, stupid. Yeah. I mean, people, are, people like to have problems. We're so lucky in this country that we can be mad at somebody for losing weight. How great is that? that is How a, great is our... That's a real a, first world problem. You're exactly right. You know, right. It's when we get to complain about straws at a restaurant, you know, we're really, really lucky. <laughs> and that's where right? we're going next. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> we're not, we are not going next. We, but, are, we are very lucky in this So country. I did want to, because the last time you and I spoke, we were at the great Minnesota get-together. That was fun. And here's what I want to tell the listeners. Those of, those of you who have been listening to this show with Mike and I for years or... Maybe you're just new and hip to this as a podcast that we've been doing now for a couple of years. Here's what I want. I, I, I know you hate this, but I am going to give you so much props right now. Okay. Oh, I'll take it. Ladies and gentlemen, that. when you go to the state fair with Mike Fratelloni, it's as if I get to become 10 years old again, <laughs> and I'm going to the fair with my dad, <laughs> except I also get to drink beer. Yeah, it's nice. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I had such a fun time with you at the fair. Plus, now... We're on earlier as opposed to, you know, years before when yeah, we'd be on late at night. It's like, oh, I got to get home. Yeah. And now we just kind of had the day to do our, our thing. It was fun. It the was so much fun. The best part about it is I, as taking you around as my young lad that I was taking you around, <laughs> you're like, I want to go see other radio stars. So we went to other radio <laughs> yeah, <we> spots. <laughs> and you're like, I want to wait till that person comes out. And I'm not even going to give them the props of no, saying who it was. No, we're not going to do that. But it was sure funny. I was like, God, he is a lover of the the radio, right? You love radio yeah. and you love broadcasting, and we, you know, I I sat on a bench with Royce for like thirty <laughs> minutes as you're. I, I want to say I want to say yeah. fanboying out with these other guys. Well, it's and funny like, oh, because at you some worked with point every one of them we all much. have worked with one yeah, another. At, at no, some point, no. whether we were all interns together or in some cases, some of those guys were my interns. Yep. you know, so Isn't it's just, funny. it's it is funny, yeah. um, but it's all intertwined, and that's why yeah, when we ran into Patrick. That was pretty funny because it was right before you introduced me to the, my now probably favorite f- state fair food item that I was completely oh, unaware yeah, of until yeah. you introduced me to the Buckeye. The Buckeye. The I was Buckeye, completely yeah. unfamiliar with the Buckeye until you introduced. And it's been there for a number of years. It's been there right? forever. Yeah. Deep fried like chocolate and peanut butter, whatever, like deep fried Reese's Pieces. So or picture Reese's a gigantic prano pup. Yep. Okay, except for the batter is a little bit sweeter. Yeah, yeah, sweet and softer. Yep. And in, instead of a hot dog, it's peanut butter and chocolate. Yeah, just like peanut butter cups lined up, right? With, with the topping of powdered sugar. Granted, and, it's and, horrible for you. It's yeah. diabetes on a stick. It's got to be a couple thousand calories. But it was so yeah. incredible. Yeah. So incredible. That yeah, I, that's I have thing, to imagine man. that that's got to be available somewhere, right? You would uh, think that someone would sell a frozen version of well, that. Well, you know what's weird about it is that booth is never filled. No. Right? It's never, there's not a big line, but you can just barely eat one. I mean, it's like, it is a very, very sweet thing. It's a meal. Oh, every yeah. year I get one, and then every 
right after I finish, I think, okay, I'm done. Like, I, I can't, there's nothing else I need here, no. right? And in fact, it's kind of a good aperitif, meaning like have it right off the bat, and then it stops you from having the corn and the turkey sandwich because you're like, I, yep. I'm done. I just had 2,000 calories. Of. Although I am mad at myself because I did, I actually did a very good job. That was about the only day where I gorged because I did a good mm. job of avoiding most of the fair food items and yeah. only because I didn't really want to have that heavy state fair feeling by that second Friday where you just literally want to not eat for a month. But I, I did not have the, the, the deep fr- or the, the, the sweet corn, the deep fried corn, not okay. deep fried no, corn, sweet corn, uh, yeah. roasted corn, yeah. roasted corn. And I, that's my, one of my favorite items because I love corn on the cob mm-hmm. and I always get it at the state and they fair. And do a good job. And I did so, not do it no. this year and I, I felt shame. The day you and I went out, so we had what, three or four beers or something, right? Yep. Just a quick three or four beers. Yep. I had that. I had a corn dog when I walked in. Mm-hmm. I had a turkey sandwich. I had that Buckeye. I had four <laughs> beers and I had something else too and I'm forgetting. Oh, and then I got chocolate chip cookies to leave with. And... I felt bloated, to say the least. I was like, whoa, that was like four days worth of normal food for me. Yep. I don't know what I was doing. Like, I still didn't really picture it out. I did spend a lot of time talking to vendors this year just because I was by myself for a lot of the time. I went to the fair kind of a couple times by yep. myself. Yep. And um, and I shouldn't say by myself. I went with family members, but I just had extended periods of time where I was by myself. And they said it was an incredibly good fair. Yeah, I heard like that, Like, they too. did a very I – mean, business was Huge. Well, and I have to imagine that obviously with there not being a fair two years ago and even last year, I thought the crowds were down significantly because mm. people were still concerned about, you know, their health. And, what, and yeah, it completely yeah, yeah. made yeah. sense. So I have a feeling that a lot of people probably either scaled way back thinking not or not knowing what was going to come or mm. they just didn't bother altogether. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So I think that that had a lot to do with it. But I, I admit completely that I knew at the first day we were there that. Holy cow, there's a lot of people here. Yeah, today. the Saturday, the last Saturday of the fair, I went with my wife and it was so busy. I said, We got to get out of here. Like, it's, oh, wow. there was people standing Labor in Day line. weekend, you're saying Saturday. Yeah, la- yeah wow. Saturday, Labor Day weekend. You know, a Cafe Creeb or, or, you know, Andy's or all those bars that we mm-hmm. are right by the station. There was lines of 85 people to get a beer. You are kidding no. me. Like, across the street, like lined no. up across See, the street. I was like, I, What are you doing? I here? do not, I do not mm. do the fair on the weekends. I, I, cause I can't imagine what a zoo it must be on the Did weekends. Did you know that the road, Dan Patch Road, you've heard that, like, it's sure. in the state fair? Yep. Do you know what that, that was a racehorse? Did you know that? Yes. Oh, how did I'm like? How did you not? know I, that? That's what I didn't get. I was like, Dan, I've known that road forever, and I didn't know. You thought that it was that some was a, guy named Dan. I had no idea. I Old never Mayor really thought about it. I never where they, you know, I never thought that. <laughs> well, in in the past, like you know, of days of yore, yeah, um, horses were important, right? Okay, yes. I mean that because there wasn't like. Everybody didn't have a football team. There was like there was just four big races a year, and you'd pay attention to them. You know, it was a much bigger sport. So when you have a great athlete like Dan Patch win something, it it became a big deal. Are your girls into horses at all? There, I, I, I there's a couple casually? sports that I allow them not to play. I don't want them to touch horses or look at horses or feed horses or walk by a horse or ride a horse okay. because God forbid they like one of them, then I'm buying a horse and I don't want to own a horse. I don't care. I think they're stupid. And horses are stupid. They're stupid, and they poop on everything. They smell. They're pretty. They're pretty. Right. But if they're not fast, you should probably just put yours down. No, see, you That's can't what, say I think that. I can. And then I don't let them play hockey. I don't want a hockey girl. That I can agree with. Yeah, the hockey gear stinks. I'm not sitting in some cold arena to watch them crap play hockey. My kids aren't going to be good at hockey. I've never played hockey. They're going to suck at it. But I do take girls' volleyball because girls' volleyball is fast. 
right? Super fast. You get in two little games up to 25. I can watch that. I can be there for that. And then I can do the old dad's got to go and just leave. But I showed up. Well, okay, then you're then you're killing what I was going to envision <laughs> okay. for a nice road trip for you because I know how yeah. much you love to road trip. Yeah, yeah. Uh, doing Churchill Downs was very cool. Well, that's different because they, they then that's, that's, that's not horses. That's gambling. And I'm okay with my girls liking gambling. Okay. Right? They're okay. So I'll take my kids gambling. But if they want to ride a horse, touch a horse, look at a horse, see, own a horse, feed a horse. Kind of knowing you the way that I do, I could totally see you, the gal, the fam, totally doing Kentucky Derby. Oh, 100%. I could totally see you guys I would doing a- that. absolutely love that. Every year we talk about it, but it's right at the beginning of my busy season, you know, the first Sunday in, in May. Oh, sure. And that way I, I can't go. We don't travel during uh, late April or, or May oh, as, yeah, as a company. I like, everybody works. Because that's that's where you know that's time to make the donuts. That's when we got to do it. So, um, yeah, I don't do a lot of early travel, but that is the best. I, I would absolutely love to go oh, do that. You're reminding me of a question. Uh, I believe it was from Scott. Because you know we play Ask Mike anything on this show routinely. Did you do that when you had a guest on? Because you had a guest last week. Uh, no, we just talked about town baseball. Anything else? I you know I didn't. No, I didn't. It was pretty much town, <laughs> town baseball. baseball. Did yeah. you get some compliments on those shows? I will say this. Yes. Uh, three straight weekends in my hometown. I am not kidding you when mm-hmm. I say this. The mm-hmm. first weekend, I met an incredible couple who drove all the way to Faribault from St. Paul on a motorcycle in the rain oh, no. to come watch our game. Cool. It, I, I yeah. met them. I, I was going to buy them beer. They yeah. said, nope, we're on a cycle. We got to get home. Yeah. They love GL. They love our show. Wow, and they that's... just kind of started to take up town baseball. Just it's a thing. They're yeah. I think they're empty nesters now. And I thought, how freaking cool is that? And they have a destination drive, like that's a perfect drive on a bike oh, right down the river. If you're coming from St. Paul and you want to take the leisure route yeah. down there, oh going down the riverside? Are yeah, you kidding beautiful. me? It doesn't get any yeah, better than yeah, that. Yeah. So I, I met them the first okay. weekend. I met so many people that had kind of that were fans of our show, fans mm-hmm. of GL, and just kind of taken in town ball for one of the first times, or maybe they they've been into it for a year or two. It was really cool to connect with some of those people. I, I, I had a really good time. You know, I, um, I'm really impressed with your dedication and devotion to that sport <laughs> because you, the way you were talking about it, it was like someone was just working you hard. So now, do you think you'll go onto the board of the no, Minnesota? Not a chance. I think you should. No. Can I can I nominate you and then someone can second it and then we could vote on it? Nope. And then you'd be on the you're board? You're not allowed to. I don't. I think I could nominate you. No, right? I don't think you should. I would have to join the Minnesota Town no. Ball Association. I don't think you should do That's that. What I should do? No. We should start a team. Really, don't <laughs> think you should do that. That would that would cause me to uh, cause me to not not like you as much anymore. Actually, you'd have to do that later <laughs> on in life because you got to get your kids through the game first. Yes. Right. You have to get them through high school, and if they have a college uh, career like you did, a successful college career in baseball. Sure. Right? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> You're like sure. Sure it was. Sure it was. Um. So I was going. So, oh, uh, Scott had an email for you. Uh, it was about the time of the year because we're winding down mm-hmm. lawn care season. Because you, I believe, you, didn't you do a video about winter prep? Prepping for your lawn, or yeah, this is this is the we, time. That's what I thought. So yeah. I figured it was apropos to bring that up to you right now. What people don't get is, you know, and and I barely get it, right? I think I plant grass, and it needs to be hot and wet, and it. But that's not what seed likes. What grass seed likes. So the best time to seed your yard, the best time 
is fall because it That's likes what I thought. to germinate at about 50 degrees. So whenever the daily average is 50 degrees, that's when you plant your grass seed. So you go aerate, you can power rake, you can just rake your yard, or you can just go ahead and put the grass seed down, and it really does an incredible job filling up your yard. It will have plenty of time this time of season okay. to germinate and get strong, carry itself through the winter, and then next winter you'll have a much fuller, thicker, beautiful, beat the Joneses, right? You can look at the Joneses yard and say, okay. Come on, Joe, let's get with it. So what you said, 50 is a daytime high or 50 is a 50 low? 50 is kind of just a regular, you know, lower. It Really, it can go much lower, right? It doesn't hurt it to go lower. So it's just kind of an average 50-degree day, 60-degree okay. days. Gotcha, It's gotcha. like 55 degrees, I think, is what it likes to germinate. So, you know, this time of year, not in the 80s, but, you know, putting it down now, we'll have plenty of time in the next three weeks to really lock itself in gotcha. when we start hitting 50s lows at night. And, and I, you know, I just, I vaguely day. remember you saying that, you know, a few years ago when this same thing came up and I thought, well, maybe I should ask Mike this week, knowing that you were coming in this week. Because I thought, well, it sounded right for some reason. It's anyway. a big difference. I mean, it's, we, you know, we do it right off the bat in the, in the spring, right? That's when we sell the most of our grass seed. Yep. But we want people to understand that this is the time to do it, right? This is the time to really, what you want to do is you want to have so much deep, thick grass that you choke out the weeds because weeds have a much harder time growing when your sure. grass is so thick, right? Sure. They just sure. don't have the penetration. Gotcha. It's a big deal. Yeah. It's fun. Okay. We've been really busy lately. It's been nice at work. We, it feels good to be busy again. We had that state fair special on grills. Oh yeah. And we were extending it out a little bit, but this isn't a commercial for me, but we're extending the state fair and people that really resonated. You put the word state fair in front of some good prices. We sell a lot of grills. I'm really? Like, like, holy buckets. And I did that thing where I had them call me at my office, right? So people were calling me oh, at my that office. Worked out. It worked really well. I wasn't, I was gone for a week during the middle of it. Oh, I bet that was so fun. So people were getting my voicemail and <laughs> taking the calls for me. So not everybody got me, but a lot of people were surprised that they, they got me on the phone. I'm like, well, yeah, when I said call me at my office, I meant I wasn't kidding. Call me at my office. Yeah, that's right. You want a grill? I got, I got, I can get you a grill and a sign. We'll even come to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you had mentioned before we started to record, you know, the big Vikings victory. Mm-hmm. And it was a nice win. Yay, we're one and oh and you know, Packer fans act like, oh, it's nice that you guys won the Super Bowl, which I think is hilarious. Anyway, mm-hmm. are you familiar with the Brett Favre story? Uh no. What what is our new one? Oh yeah. Okay. Um so Brett Favre, uh legendary NFL quarterback, mm-hmm. uh, spent two years playing for the Vikings and sure uh, in addition to a long career with the Green Bay Packers. Well, um, some text messages have surfaced. Ooh. And remember, this is basically what derailed his career here was the text messages to the young masseuse. New York Jets team. What was she? Was she a... I knew she... Team masseuse, wasn't she? She was a team employee. Okay, okay. so yeah, and then... Or maybe um, I'm making that masseuse thing up. Whatever her role was, okay. she was an employee of the New York Jets in which uh, Mr. Favre had... Um, invited her mm-hmm. to uh, uh, companion. Didn't he send her some pics? Yes, he did. Yeah. So anyway, so that Which was its no own. no one ever wants, So that was, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, nobody wants that. So that was its own controversy that I think led to her dismissal and never really working in the league again because she had a string of tweets that came out in response to this latest allegation oh, that surfaced. Okay. okay. In which Brett had... Uh, confided with the former governor of the state of Mississippi, mm-hmm. whose name is now escaping me. Okay. I just had it uh, a minute ago, and I can't remember. Well, he had wanted to see a way of raising some funds for Southern Mississippi's volleyball team to get themselves a new volleyball court. Okay, Brett's daughter was, at the time, I believe, a student athlete volleyball player 
at Southern Mississippi, okay. where Brett also played college football. Got it. The problem is the funds came from the state of Mississippi's welfare fund. Really? Okay. Which, that's not okay. So, yeah, it's hard to take welfare money that people need to buy food to say, right. hey, we want better jerseys for the girls that play volleyball. Well, no, they were going to build an entire arena. Oh, this is a whole... We're talking okay, so about... This is, this is millions of millions dollars, of not, dollars. not an extra couple hundred Correct. grand. Okay. Well, anyway, the... the, the but, but what did Brett have to do that? He didn't say, let's take it from the welfare. Well, the text exchange between Brett and the governor... <laughs> he thought that was pretty funny. Huh? Well... It reveals where he said, yeah, I think we're going to be able to get this done. And to the point where Brett, one of Brett's responses was, can the media find, is there any way the media will find out about this? Meaning he has an image to protect, which I've always, a lot of people have always known that about him. This whole good old boy, ah, shucks routine is such BS. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyway, that was what he was most concerned with is, is will the media find out about this? None of it matters. It doesn't. No. Marion Barry. Remember him? No. He was, I, I, and, and don't quote me on this because I'm not right. Marion Barry was the governor of, or the, the uh, mayor of Baltimore, and he was caught District smoking. District of Columbia. District, uh, yeah, the mayor of the district, or the, yeah, the mayor of District of Columbia of Washington, D.C., and he was caught smoking crack cocaine with a hooker in a hotel room, gets kicked out, runs again, and wins. Right. So after that point, what what year was that? 2000, 1996. Uh, well, he help 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 my brain remember this stuff. He in two ran for reelection in 2008 and easily held off all five challengers in the Democratic primary. But when was he originally governor or he, uh, mayor? Uh, from 1979 to 1991, and then again from 1995 to 1999. So between that 1995 and 1999, he gets caught in a hotel room smoking crack cocaine with a prostitute on video, right? Okay. Indisputed, indisputable proof. It's right there. And you know what we do as a country? Say, who cares? Let him run again in 2008. We don't care. We just don't care. Okay. So I don't care that Brett Favre was sending texts saying, do you think this is going to get out? No one cares, Brett. Give it two days and people will forget. Well, I would tend to agree with you from the, on the political side of things because we just spent a lengthy portion of the Garage Logic program today basically talking about the New York Times piece in which several Minnesota members of the Senate basically are being accused of having insider information being on committees in which... They were also selling, buying, and selling stock. Yeah, and oh. it was Dean Phillips, there's, Angie there's Craig, uh, Tina Smith. Total trading platforms that only follow senators and congressmen. But when you're a guy like, because remember, Brett Favre was also accused. Of the House of Representatives, sorry. Uh, Brett Favre was also accused of uh, a couple of years ago of basically getting money from the state of Mississippi for appearances in which he just never showed up. Reavers, no one cares. I know, but... No one cares. We just... Look at the president's son is on video doing drugs with the prostitute, telling the stories about it, constantly showing his wiener, which is weird. He's constantly naked, (laughs) right? Like, is that right? I would just not do that all day long, right? Of course not. It's constant. No one cares. 
No one cares. We have gone to the. You know what I think it is. We've jumped it's, the shark. We have. Ju- we, we have jumped the shark as a nation because there is so much of it that it doesn't matter anymore. Guys, okay. are, sound like they're mad about it, but nothing's going to happen to anyone, and no one cares anymore. Yeah, I agree with that part. I agree with the fact that nothing will happen to him. I. Mm-hmm. I absolutely. Although. His image took a massive hit. Why does he care? He doesn't. He doesn't. Um, and he probably won't, you know, I'm sure he'll lose endorsements over it because people in the business world, mm-hmm. they they do care because they have an image to protect as well. Okay, I, I can give you a little bit of that. You know, right? look, look at, for example, look at what Tiger Woods went through when he was going through his domestic situation a number of years ago. There was a lot of sponsors that dropped him immediately because of it. Okay, Perfect example. People dropped him immediately, right? Yep. He is one of the most beloved athletes ever in the history of athleticism, yep. and he's worth billions of dollars, and today he's probably still has, I mean, what's his Nike contract worth? 500 million bucks oh, or whatever. I, I, yeah, exactly. Some crazy amount per year. And Speaking of that. What, what could, I mean, cheated on his wife, He, uh, you know, having huge problems, allegedly, all this stuff. No one cares. They all sound... Like they care, and then they come out with a new pair of golf shoes, and they say, oh, "I need to get the Tiger Woods new golf shoes." Right? I mean, it's it's perplexing. Okay, uh, I'm so glad you mentioned his contract. Did you see the Steph Curry news? I did not. Steph Curry, uh, legendary. Timberwolves passed on him, um, but he's yeah. been a multiple-time NBA champion with mm-hmm. the Golden State Warriors. Some have said that he is probably the best shooter in the history of the NBA. And incredible hard for two. So <clears throat> he just signed a new contract with Under Armour. Okay, let me guess. Okay, you tell me the length of time. I'm let not going see. to because okay. I will give it away. Okay, this is going to be a 10 year, okay, and let me see 10 year, 100 million dollars a year for one billion dollars. You are very close. Okay. Steph Curry has reached a lifetime contract. Oh, lifetime, okay. With Under Armour that's set to make him one billion dollars. That was a pretty good guess that's on my part. That's a damn good right? guess on your because part. Because really, he's only going to play. I mean, he won't play another ten years, will he? Oh, he, in fact, I wouldn't be shocked if he just walked away tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> after signing that deal. I'm kidding, of uh, course. He'll play another couple of years, but that it's it's the Chris Rock line where Chris Rock said in one of his routines that I want to become wealthy. Mm. He said, Shaq is rich. Yeah. The guy that signs his contract is wealthy. wealthy yeah. And that's just it. Under Armour's saying, you're going to make us so much bleeping money mm. being associated with our brand that us spending $1 billion on you over the rest of your life is completely worth it. Is a, yeah, is a blip. Because right? we're yeah. going to make so much more money off of you than we're paying you. Does, and now it, Did I say may, that right? Yeah, may, maybe. Can you tell me, does Steph, obviously Steph Curry has shoes, right? Yes. But they're they're nothing like Jordan's, right? I mean, I, I, I'm a 51-year-old guy, <laughs> and I'm at one of these sneaker stores looking at Retro One Jordans for 800 bucks and thinking, I need those. Do you? I mean, I didn't buy them, okay. but I'm looking at them. I'm like, what? what is catching me? Why am I still into that at 51 years old? And then a 16-year-old kid is looking at my retro ones thinking, those are the coolest shoes I've ever seen. I know a guy, and he's a little bit younger than me, mm-hmm. does not have kids. Okay. Um, I believe he is married. 
Uh, either that, or I've met a, I've met a significant <laughs> like other. I'm trying that. to remember. I believe it. Every time I'm with him, he well, no, doesn't seem to be married. I, I know that they are an item. I can't remember okay. if they're married yeah. or not. It's yeah. again one of those friends that I see maybe once or twice a year. Sure. And he is an avid shoe collector. Okay. And I have asked him, friend. I'm not yeah. going to say his name. No. I've said, friend, why are you wasting your bleeping money on shoes? You know, it's yeah. it's he's comfortable living that I'm a Guy at my age, mm-hmm. I'm I'm probably not going to have a family. Yeah. I, I'm cool with being the downtown hipster dude that I am. Great guy. Yeah. Love going to the occasional yeah. Vikings or Twins game with him. Love having a couple beers with him, and we'll, we'll, we'll spout nonsense and head our separate ways. And I'm thinking, how much money are you? But that's his thing, right? That's just, that's his thing. Mm-hmm. And he's not alone, because I know that that's a big, big business it's right huge. now. And huge. I just think, I don't get it. I um, truly, truly don't get it. But you're a very conservative spender, right? Okay, you're, you're yeah, not, sure. You're not out. I mean, very few things do you splurge on, right? True. I mean, sure, you have a horse, so all of your money is dumb, <laughs> is, is really poorly spent. I but, should invite your girls no, to come out and no. have just take them on Sunny. Oh, that uh, would be spectacular. Uh, that would be so next thing I'd know, I'd have a, I'd own a 51% stake in Sunny somehow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, thank you. Okay, I got to ask you about this, because as a guy who wears a jersey for a game, right, you wear the actual game-worn jersey, because you're in the game when you're playing town ball. Well, you're asking me. Oh, yeah, oh, I'm, oh, I'm for asking ba- for baseball, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. So, in you're baseball, you're game. wearing a uniform. What do they call it? Jersey? Uh, yeah, yeah, baseball okay. jersey. Base, ba- baseball jersey. And, and it potentially has your name on the back of it, right? I assume it does. No, it does not. It does not. Okay, nope. but but when I watch the Vikings game and I see every man in the audience <laughs> wearing the jersey of another man, I don't know why I can't get over that. There is not a person on earth that I would want to say... I love this guy so much. I hope someday he does something for me. I hope to God to meet him. And I'm going to put his stupid name and his number on the back of my... I just can't imagine a guy doing that. And every single... Hey, you're a 23-year-old girl and you love... um, Delvin Cook, you throw number now he's four, number yeah. four on the back of your jersey, and you put <laughs> Cook's girl or something like that. And I get it, right? And yep. maybe you get the eye of Delvin Cook. But me as a moron 51-year-old wearing a Delvin Cook jersey, it's never going to happen. And I don't and these things. And then I get to the point that I find out they're hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> so you spent 150 bucks to mark yourself as Ugh. an uh Acolyte of this Dalvin Cook or whoever it's going to be, I just don't get it. Um, what do you say? Um, I tend to agree with you, and to the point where someone had sent out a video, and it, this made the rounds on Monday from I forget what their stadium is called, but wherever the Bengals play their home games. Okay, it used to be Riverfront Stadium, but I forget Paul Brown Stadium. Maybe it's called I can't remember, but it doesn't matter. Okay, so the Bengals are playing the Steelers. Uh, Bengals, you know, they were kind of the upstart team. Went to the Super Bowl last year, and Joe Burrow is a hot shot mm-hmm. quarterback in the league, and everyone loves him. And I, I kind of, I kind of think he's cool too. But anyway, and it was a video of a woman sitting in the stands, and she's got to be. I'm going to guess in her 50s. Okay. And had been overserved wearing the Joe Burrow jersey. Okay. And she's kind of swaying like this. You know, she's kind of mm, in a circular motion. Little, yeah, yeah, that little head bob. And the caption just said, Go to a game, they said. Take your kids, they said. You'll have fun, they said. <laughs> and she is throwing up. Oh. And, and the seat in front of her is some poor. 
10 year old kid no. wearing a neck brace. Oh, no. So he's sitting there, and dad is sitting to this kid's right, and you just see this woman. Oh, no. And I'm thinking, if if that was me, well, first of all, I, I, my boys aren't, they're not old enough for me to, I've taken them to a couple exhibition oh. games just to walk around and sure. have fun because, you know, whatever. But that's the exact reason why I won't take my young kids mm-hmm. to an NFL game is that lady right there. Because sure. if that were me, hey, well, no, I wouldn't have to do it because my wife would be with me mm-hmm. and she would knock this lady into oblivion. Yeah. But if that were me, I can't tell you the level of rage I would have inside. If she barfed on your kid. You are 50 years old mm-hmm. and you were throwing up at yeah. a football game yeah. at 1.30 yes. in the afternoon on yeah. a Sunday. Yeah. Get a grip on yeah. life, Get you loser. Get a life. Yeah. So, anyway, that but was at me. least you know she's owned by Joe Burrows because she's got that shirt. Joe Burrows, right? Joe, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Yep. Do you know that? Because she has his jersey on. So he must own her because <laughs> why else would she have his jersey on? Can you think of a man? Okay. Outside of sports, can you think of one man in the world that you'd wear his name on your shirt to show your undying love of that person. I can't think of one person on rookie. earth. Rookie. Okay. Done. Now I I never oh. got went all the way to rookie, but yes, wait, 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 wait. Yes. So okay, let's get deep here. Yeah, let's go deep. analyze yeah. the psychological aspect of that question that mm-hmm. you just asked me. Because the what is the rule? What's the guy rule? Like once you hit twenty, you're not allowed to do that anymore? Or what what is the rule? Because if you're a kid, it's yeah, completely little, little acceptable. Kid, I mean, they're your heroes, right? They're yeah. your sporting heroes. But once you once you become so that's jaded what, enough to know the flaws, I, I need right? to know the exact age cutoff. Okay, that let, you would, let's that say you would, uh, let's say institute. fifteen years old. Uh, I'm gonna give 20. when you okay. Wait, sixteen. When you can drive, you are now a man. You can kill somebody with a car. You don't I'm need gonna to say twenty, but okay, we'll agree let's to say disagree. 20. Okay. We'll agree to disagree. Okay. If you're still in college, if you're working, no more. I will say a jersey that I would wear today. Mm-hmm. It's Tom Kelly. Okay, I love Tom right. Kelly, yep. and I because of just his baseball brilliance, mm-hmm. and he's he was easily my favorite guest doing however many years of radio I did with Patrick. Between him and Jim Cott, easily my two favorite guests that we ever had on that show. Really, okay. oh yeah, to the to the point where when Tom Kelly was the young upstart manager of the Twins, that '87 Twins team is seriously the team that made me fall in love with baseball. Okay, I was nine years old. 87 Twins were all the rage here sure. in the state of Minnesota. They won the World Series, and you know, you really grew up in a good time because two series within five years or whatever it was. Oh, it was fantastic! A, it couldn't have been any I was, better for you, and that was it. Yeah. Once the yeah. 87 team happened, I'm like, I'm all in. I'm but would all you in put on baseball. Tom Kelly, or would you put just TK? Because you'd like, no, it would be the Twins number ten. Okay, with right. Kelly. Oh, I would rock okay. a Tom Kelly jersey right. these days. Heck yeah! I, I would. wonder if he screams at people that when someone calls him coach. <laughs> do you think he screams at people and says, he would. "It's manager, it's not the coach." Well, and no one ever either. I think the acceptable, for, like for him, it was TK because yeah, that was his, yeah. you know, his initials. But also Skip, because you're the skipper. Skip, yeah. Skip is okay. also an acceptable form when it's a baseball manager. Because you're right, they are not a coach. No, and they uh, remind. I'm forget absolutely forgetting who coached after TK. I'm, I'm forgetting Ron that. Gardenhire. Ron, Ron Gardenhire. Gardenhire was doing a speech at the Nativity of Our Lord Men's Club, right? Oh, nice. And I think Rookie, if I'm not mistaken, yes, was the MC. For and, sure. And, the, and Rookie said something like, let's get Ron Gardenhire, the manager of the Twins. No, the, the coach of the Twins said coach of the Twins. And Gardenhire, I mean, he, he was being jocular and sure, being funny. Sure, Laid into Rookie, and Rookie was like, oh, Crap, I won't make that mistake again. Well, and if oh. anyone was going to introduce a sports figure, Rook was probably not probably the Probably not the one, it. but he is a great MC. Oh, he's a fantastic MC. The, the best MC. part about that yeah. whole men's league, or the men's club, 
group at Nativity is, you know, very few times you go into your public school, middle school, and have 50 guys drink 50 barrels of beer, yeah. right? You do at Nativity. Yeah. If you want to, hey, you want to send your kids to a fun school? Hey, this is, I, my kids still go to Nativity, right? Yep. They, it's, yep. a, it's a great school. And there are men's group there. What an incredible group of guys. And they'll have a couple of kegs of beer, so you can have a keg of beer, right? And, and I, if I'm not mistaken, years ago they used to smoke cigars in school too, and I, I don't think they do that anymore. I'm 99% sure they don't do that anymore. But I was like, huh, this is different. I couldn't have imagined this at Emma D. Williams in Roseville Public School. Were you there the year that um, the Garage Logic crew hosted? I was not. So you've been there for that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, and in fact, I don't even remember what year it was, but Rookhead said, hey, they want to have Joe and the crew. I was there. And I said, John Height and I basically looked at each other and said, to do what? Like, who, what do you want us to do? Well, yeah. they just wanted us to tell stories about doing garage logic. And I thought, mm-hmm. who the hell is going to find that compelling? Every single person there. And every I, single one of those guys so would. So we sat there, and I think... I don't even think rookie emceed. I just mm-hmm. think that we just did it. Just kind of started. Do you know what I'm saying? Yep. I don't, and I can't recall. So it was Rook, Joe, me, and Johnny Height. I don't mm-hmm. believe Kenny was there. Did it, would would uh, um, Roycey have done that too? Like the next, I think Roycey's done it. I think it. Joe and Pat have done I it think, together. Yeah, maybe I saw it when they did it. Yep. And in fact, they did it in what would you call it? An accompaniment of Bud okay. Grant, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Oh wow, that's a big. Or maybe I'm. Yeah. Or maybe uh, I'm. Mix, or maybe I'm mixing it so up. At but the I was fair, so uncomfortable doing it because I I know that not one person was in that room to listen to anything I had to say, and that's well, complete, you're part of the team. I know, but right? it's completely fine. But I just thought this is awkward. What the hell? You should am have I had say? a Sushray jersey on because then you could have oh, just told everybody you that you you're you're his uh, gal uh, or guy. Um, okay. So let me, let me remind you of this brilliant idea. So little known fact is garage logic's exceptionally popular, right? And if you're an advertiser, which Fratelloni's is right, we've been a sponsor <laughs> of garage logic since day one. Yep. You can't really get on garage logic anymore, right? It's very difficult. They can add some people on, but then somebody has to hop off, right? It's kind of this, it's a little, it, it's a very wanted spot. So in turn, um, the the powers that be says, hey, Reavers, like, why don't you do an hour with Fratelloni so we can sell more time, Sure, right? And they do that. So I, as we were talking around drinking beers, I said, you know what show would be great is a show with you, Kenny, and John, and Rookie, and all you do, and it's we, we call it this, let's talk about Joe. And all you do is talk about Joe, talk about the show you guys did, talk about the fun back behind stage stuff, maybe pull up a clip from 25 years ago that Rookie still remembers, mm-hmm. or one 10 years ago that you remember, and you guys could do that two hours, I'm going to have two hours a week, so it's twice a week show, at least, right? Because they need the, they need the spots. The, I'd the, say one you, a week. One, one a week. What? I mean, I think that would be an incredible show, so I... Because I, like I said, I had four beers and you were with me and, and we were bumping as we were walking in. A lot of people were recognizing you. Right. So, sure. well, and, and they had GL shirts on. And so we were stopping some and saying, hey, you know, this is Chris Reavers. Yep. And they, they obviously knew who you were as soon as I said your name. And I pitched that show jokingly. And a bunch of people were like, oh, my God. Yeah, I would 100 percent listen yeah. to behind the scenes. Let's talk about Joe. Did you bring that to the powers that be yet? I did. Is it going to happen? It might. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, All there's right. A, there's I'm so chance. excited. Yeah, I'm so excited. See, what you what you aren't, and not, not, it's a great idea. It is. I love it. Yeah. The thing you're not um, including in your line of thinking mm-hmm. 
is um, the willing nature of John, Kenny, and Rookie. Yeah. Meaning, you know what Kenny's response is going to be. Uh, once GL signs off, I'm done. Yeah. He's too young. The kid's too young. The guy's too young. Yeah. He's only 50-something, it, right? It, it's, it's Kenny. Okay, it's Kenny. Kenny. Yeah. It's, <laughs> doesn't, it, he doesn't need much, no, is what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so. I get no, that. I love but the idea. I, I, I think it's a great I, idea. I think as an entertainment thing, and you owe it. You owe it to a, the listening public, us. You mean Be, you. Yeah, to me and all the guys <laughs> that are like me that are watching and listening to this, okay. right? Yep, because it would be so much fun to hear more back behind the scenes thing. I mean, just think the stories would be him and Roycey. The stories you guys could tell. Rookie's an encyclopedia. Rookie is... He's a lot of things, right? Yes, Rookie is. is a lot of things. But one thing he is absolutely fan freaking tastic at is being an encyclopedia of the show. Oh, no question. That no, guy no has questions. an unbelievable no memory of stuff. And, you know, when, when I, I think we think as listeners that we think it's kind of fake when Joe says, Who was that guest from? Nope. That, Rookie it's, knows it's that all guest. Authentic. There is no pre planning so, that, folks. And, and then to kind of um, amplify your point, mm-hmm. this was a point. I think it was earlier this week. Well, it had to have been yesterday. Mm-hmm. No, no, it was. I'm sorry, it was last week. It was last week, and um, <laughs> we were in a break, quote unquote okay. break, meaning we had stopped recording the show. And Joe had mentioned that um, he had had either work done on his parents' house or his in-laws' house. I can't remember, okay. but there was some type of remodeling project in which they had to tear down a wall, and inside okay. the wall they found some type of old. I don't know if it was like a, a furnace, at whatever it was, okay. but there was something old inside of this older house. And he said, I, I kept the little dial because I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah. Rookie spent the next six minutes mocking the bleep out of him for, oh, I got myself a dial from the 18th. <laughs> it was just poetic because he's the only one that can do that. Yeah. Because he knows all these underlying things mm-hmm. that get under his skin. Oh, yeah. And that's exactly what I'm envisioning when you bring something like that I up. think that would be so much yeah. fun. I think you yeah. could relive all those great segments. It could be a weekly, let's talk about Joe weekly wrap-up. I love it. Yeah. Take us right into the weekend. Oh, Reavers, I am thinking I am on fire. <laughs> yes, you really are. Right. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Reavers. You are the best. Please do us a favor, rate and review the show on whatever podcast platform you happen to be listening to this award-nominated version of the Weekly Scramble. His name is Mike Fratelloni. My name is Chris Reavers. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next week, cheers.